Cuphead and all hope, listeners. You're listening to Radio Grognard, the OSR podcast about stuff, with your host, Glenn Hallstrom. Hiya, folks. Old Man Grognard back on this Monday morning, here with my water with Mio in it. Just had some waffles, and I'm kind of ready to go. had a little rough time this weekend, a little dizzy, but I got over it. And, well, before I go out, I just want to talk to you guys about a few things. My experiment with the GM screen is still going on. I just have to have a game to run first to try out the mini GM, the, the new arrangement, I should say, with mini GM screen and dice tower, and that's it. Now, I, I mentioned on my last episode, one of the things that concerned me, and it still kind of concerns me, is players looking at my stuff. I want players looking at my stuff. That's why I have a a GM screen. One of the reasons, anyway. And I'm just going to have to trust them because I've got a good group of players right now in all three of the all three of the groups. So I'm just going to have to trust them on that. And it's just something that you got to you know you got to deal with. I've only had one player so far, as I've told you, that looks tried to look around my screen and i got kind of mad at that but i'm just rehashing so sometimes things stick with me if you know what i mean anyway i've got about five sets of inserts here for role-playing games for my hammer dog mini screen which i do recommend people get if you want to if you see if you want to you if you want to go no screen and you've had a screen all these years, and you can't do it cold turkey. I just go with the mini screen on the side, and then just do it that way. I'm, I'll think I'm going to be perfectly happy with that arrangement because it gives me more table space. That's that's the main bugaboo right there is the table space. Anyway, I was listening to Tavern Chat over with Eric Tinkar, Tavern Chat on Anchor about. Ken and his ongoing legal problems with his Kickstarters, so that's always entertaining, that part is, anyway. I also found a guy named Steve who does a podcast on Laurel and Hardy called Hard Boiled Eggs and Nuts, a Laurel and Hardy podcast, which I would recommend because he does a good job, even though he says he's a contrarian, so about the second or third, I think it was the second... Now, the third episode, that was the second episode, he came out swinging, saying he didn't like the music box. For And he, he describes the whole plot, and he gives the reasons why he didn't like the music box, which is good. I'm okay with that. But then I skipped over to episode 16, where he reviewed Come Clean, one of my favorite Laurel and Hardy films. And he didn't like that either. And it's like, okay, am I ever going to match up with this guy as far as liking films? <laughs> I got to go back and listen to the rest of his podcast, but it's a pretty good podcast. Hard-boiled eggs and nuts. Oh, what else? The random screed, old Jason Hobbs of Hobbs and Friends is always an interesting, always an interesting listen. Anyway, what I want to talk about is miniatures versus tokens. Not really a versus, I just want to talk about tokens. The reason being is that's what I use. I like, in theory... I like the sub-hobby in the hobby of collecting and painting miniatures. And I just, it's nice. But in practice, 
either I can't find the time or I can't find the inclination. I can't find the space is what I, I need a space where I can dedicate it to painting miniatures. And that doesn't happen around here. I get it all set up, paint for about an hour, and then I got to tear it all down again to get rid because we don't have any room in here. Everywhere we live, there's no place for me to just sit and paint. So it's like, I, I figured out in this family, if there's a flat surface, something will be piled on it or something like that. So until I get a space, I'm not even thinking about it. But what I did do is do tokens. Tokens are great. They have a they have a program called Token Tool. You can make tokens. I mean, you were talking tokens. I know Roll20 uses token, virtual tokens, but I'm talking about physical tokens here for the table, okay? Because you can adapt those for the table, too, and I have done many a, many a token. And I am st- got it built up now to the point where I can use them in the game. I've got dozens of them. And what I did was I found at Half Price Books, I found a box of the D&D 4th Edition Monster Vault, and it was pretty cheap. I think I paid 10 bucks for it. And not only were the tokens from the Monster Vault, there was no stats, no cards, no nothing, just tokens. But this guy piled tokens in there. I mean, I can tell that not only was the original set in there, but I guess he had three or four other sets where he just put the tokens in there. And I'm just swimming in tokens. And yet I made my mo- my own too, because I needed like hordes of things like goblins and kobolds and ogres and things like that. And I can, you know, there was a lot of one-offs in that box. Good dragons, too. What I really like about that box is where it just had the token that said monster, because I can always use a generic monster token. They usually come in two sizes for the larger ones, too. And those tokens, it's like it's got a picture of the monster on one side, and then you flip it over, and it's got blood on it, so you know it's dead. Same with the monster token. It says monster, you flip it over, it says monster with blood on it. It's bloodied. And that's kind of handy. I find tokens are easier to transport, even though they're a bit heavy. But they're just easier to deal with. I've got a big old... Uh, craftsman boxes up there, those segmented boxes they use for like tools and uh, parts and screws and nuts and stuff. And I use those and they hook together to be carried really easy to transport them. And sometimes if I'm going to a game and I don't want to take that heavy old box, I've got a smaller art bin tray, which is segmented that I can, okay, what I'm going to need for this game. Those, 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 those. Okay, fine. We're good. And I just take a smaller version of it with me, especially when I'm doing my Swords and Wizardry light demos. And that's that's kind of handy. I found them real handy, but I've also been looking at the Arknight plastic miniatures that Arknight sells. I saw them at North Texas, and God Almighty, there but for the grace of God go I, because <laughs> he was sitting there, and I could have easily spent a couple hundred bucks just getting those, but in the back of my mind, I kept saying, you've got all these tokens that you are trying to use, and there are tons that you have not used. Why do you need stand-up plastic figures? Because I know if I buy them, I'll cut them out and I'll use them, and they're they're a little bit more labor-intensive. Not labor-intensive. It just you gotta you gotta get the stands. You gotta put them in the stands and all this. Other. It's like, and then you gotta take them down, and it's just easier to grab tokens. Set the tokens down. Okay, these guys are after you. Fine, let's go. 
I know some people say, well, it just takes away a little from the game if you don't have a figure up there. And I just say, well, if you, I know I can buy pre-painted figures, but I've already invested in these. Figures are nice. I've got unpainted figures stored away that I probably never will get to. But these I can use right now. I know how to make them. I make them out of uh, one-inch washers that I buy by the hundred over at like Ace Hardware or, or Home Depot or someplace like that. Because for about nine, ten bucks, I can get a box of a hundred. And there's a hundred tokens right there. And that's handy. And I usually super glue them. I cut them out. I print them out. I, t- I go over to like Office Depot or Office Max or, or wherever, usually Staples, and have them printed out in color. And then I just, I got a puncher. I punch them out. I take super glue. I glue them to the fender washers. That's what it is, fender washers. One-inch fender, fender washers. And that's, that's where, the, see, that's where the weight comes in. But then again, you know, somebody's going to do something like spill something or something on the table, and they're not going anywhere. They might get a little, they might get damaged, but they're not going anywhere. You can't just sweep your hand. Well, I guess you could, but they're, they're going to stay put where you, where you put them. The uh, D&D ones are cardboard, but they seem to be holding their own. So that's good. And I like, I like them because they're, they're interesting. They're, 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 they got the picture on there and everything. When I first started out doing this, I got a lot a lot of pictures from collectible card games, especially Magic. We have we had a vintage stock store here that used to have a tub of Magic cards. And they used to say, on the tub it says, Magic cards, 50, no, it's 100 for 5 bucks, 200 for 8 bucks. So I just sit there and pull out the ones that look had the most interesting pictures. It was a mishmash. There's mostly magic cards, but they have a few Yu-Gi-Oh cards in there and a bunch of other from other games and stuff. And I learned how to cut cut them up and punch out the pictures. And some of those I use. Some of them for NPCs. Some of them for character. I have player character ones that I use from there. I've also learned to print my own because I found on a couple of things online that are tokens for like orcs. I can print out like three sheets of those and have an orc horde or skeletons. I like to take the pictures because I can find the pictures online of the 2E monstrous manual and things like that. And I can print the screen and then make those into tokens. So I got a lot of those because the way they did it for 2E was, it was great. It was, it was just the monster and there it was, boom. Hey, there's five skeletons, there you go. So I did it that way. There was a website, somebody told me how to do it, and I can't remember the name of the website. I'm sorry out there, whoever that was. But that's how I did it, and that's how I still do it. And I'm still and a lot of times that you know, I've got a little repair corner where, oh look, the picture came off the thing. All right, just stick it there and pick something else. I'll have to re-glue it. And I just re-glue these things. And I used to use Elmer's glue. And that's why some of the older ones, the pictures are coming off. So I, I switched over to Gorilla Glue, just out of necessity. I wasn't going to originally, oh, I don't need super glue for these things. Oh, my God. You know, well, turns out I do because the glue wears out and they come off. So that's my cross to bear. So if you guys got any other way of doing this, any other token idea, what do you think of the token idea? Tell me, get, leave me a voicemail here at Anchor, or you can write me at oldmangrognard at gmail.com. You know, I won't bite. Give me a, 
give me a give me a shout out somewhere or give me give me give me some feedback that'd be nice that would be nice anyway i gotta get going because i got things to do today I gotta do some errands and things like that and finish reading the dark of hot springs island which i'm supposed to review next and i know sometime this week the midderlands expanded is coming in so i may have to take a little break and look at that too anyway so i hope you folks have a good day today until next time keep the dice warm and I'll talk to you later. Bye-bye. Questions? Comments? Send them to oldmangrognard at gmail.com. We'll see you next time when Radio Grognard is on the air. Mm-hmm.